0: Welcome to the Rock Church Audio Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us today. Rock Church is located on Harrison Avenue between Mulford and Perryville Roads in Rockford, Illinois. Now let's join Pastor Jared with today's message.
1: Lord God, thank you for um, your goodness to each of us. You are a faithful God. And we we celebrate, Lord, um, all that you have done in us and through us, and we look toward the future, Lord, with great anticipation, because we we know, Lord, that you you have a plan and a purpose for each of us. And Lord, I pray right now as we look to your word, Lord, I pray that you would um, you would illuminate it to us. I pray, Lord God, that. You would stir our hearts, Lord God, as we hear it. I pray, Lord, that you know, the power of your word would be manifest in our lives, that we, Lord God, would, would not remain the same, but we would daily, and in this moment, become more like you. So, Lord, give us ears to hear. I pray for distractions, Lord God, to be marginalized, and I pray for a clear focus on all that you would desire to say. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Well, we started this, uh, this new year uh, with an emphasis on prayer. I uh, began a couple of weeks ago talking about the priority of prayer, and that was one of our wonderful winter weekends. And uh, if you were not here for that, I encourage you to go on the web and to, to listen to that, that message. Uh, we're going to build upon that today by talking about the purpose of Prayer. And I just want to be very clear and and very upfront this morning in regards to a specific purpose of prayer that uh, I believe the Lord wants us to comprehend a little bit more this morning. And it's this. One of the purposes of prayer is to lift burdens and to not create them. Okay, one of the purposes of prayer is that there is a work accomplished in us through prayer that produces faith, it produces confidence, it produces peace, it lifts burdens so that we can follow Christ, so that we can see His power manifest in our lives. And I want to begin just kind of unpacking this purpose with uh, one scripture that is uh, very familiar to all of us. I'm going to have you, uh, just now as we begin, look at Philippians chapter 4 before we look at the other two verses I just gave you. And don't bother to turn there, but let me give it to you because what we are going to see in this Philippians 4 verse is that Peace is a byproduct of prayer. But there is a, a kind of prayer that produces peace within us. And, and we need to understand that, that peace is not something that um, is just oftentimes dropped upon us. But it is something that happens through extended prayer. Through times of prayer that, that happen over and over and over again. And, and, and Paul writes these words. He says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There's a promise of peace that goes along with prayer. I just recently heard that uh, that Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 was the most viewed scripture of the year 2019 on the YouVersion uh, Bible app, the one that many of you use. It was the one that was looked up the most. And I think that that, that speaks to uh, the, the, the reality of where we are at in life and what we are believing God for. And I want you to know this today, that, that the Lord has what you need. And and, and there's a peace that is a part of of prayer and of knowing Christ that can be a part of our lives. It's a a promise, but but, but to, to receive that promise and to experience that promise, there is something that must be a part of our prayer life, and we're going to look at just one thing that is in that scripture, and it's the word supplication. I want you to just know this idea of supplication maybe a little bit deeper than you did when you came in the door this morning. Because supplication is not uh, a word that we use quite often in our English. It's not something that, that you've used in a conversation recently, but yet there is a. The, 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 supplication is a, a method of prayer, it's a, a way of praying that brings the peace of God to us. Supplication is this it's humbly asking for something that can be personal or on behalf of of someone else, okay? So those are, that's kind of the framework for supplication. It's, maybe you're asking for a personal need, or maybe you're asking for the need of someone that you know. When we are doing that, we are, we are offering up supplication, and oftentimes in your translations, because of that, the word that is used there is petition. Petition. So I think we're used to the asking part. I think we're used to the petitioning part. But, but I, I want you to kind of, to, to see the, the, the context of supplication that Paul is giving us here. In that the word that is used there, it suggests an intensity and a conviction. It, it suggests a, an earnestness and a sincerity as a part of extended prayer. So we're not just we're not talking about a, a drive by prayer here, okay? Where we we are we are in a moment and we offer up a prayer and then we move on and, and, and maybe we don't remember that thing in the future, but rather we are, we are talking about the kinds of things that our regular prayer needs within our lives. And, and Paul is telling us that the pathway to knowing peace, that one of the purposes of prayer is to provide us peace. And we do that when we offer petition, but we do it with intensity, conviction, and sincerity, and we do it regularly. So you might say this, where does the intensity and all that come from? Is it, is it a personality thing? Because, you know, some people are a little bit more intense in their personalities and and some of us are, you know, maybe a little bit less intense in our personalities. And I want to say this, the thing that drives those methods of prayer is faith. It's understanding the Word of God, knowing who God is, extending His promises through extended prayer and regularly to those things that we have going on in our life. And that is what supplication looks like. So, I want you to see this morning that one of the purposes of prayer is to provide peace. And the pathway to peace involves Times of extended prayer. And as we do that, we come to experience, as Paul says, that peace that only God can supply. But there's something else that happens as we engage in that process. And I just want to get practical here for a minute. Because a part of extended prayer... And a part of the purpose of prayer is not only to pray regularly, but it is also to experience a transfer of burdens while we pray. I'm going to draw your attention to 1 Peter 5, as I mentioned before, and and, uh, I think I gave the sound booth only verse 7, but I'm going to read you verses 6 and 7. And they say this, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. That he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. It's one of my, one of my favorite verses there. I, I, I pray it for myself regularly. I pray it for all of you regularly. And uh, in verses 6 and 7 there, there are kind of two key words or phrases that, that, that we need to, to focus on. Because they give us an indication of the kinds of burdens that we need to transfer. So I'll draw your attention to this phrase your cares. Casting all your cares upon Him. What is being referred to here? It's distractions, it's anxieties, it is burdens, it is worries. So we live in a broken world. We're, 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 we're following Jesus. We're living according to a different standard in a world that does not want to esteem Him. And, and that very naturally is going to bring challenge and difficulty to us. And Peter is telling us, those cares that come upon you, whether they be distractions or anxieties or burdens or worries, those are things that you are not to hold on to, but rather those are things that you are to give away. And as I looked at that word cares a little bit more, I discovered that in the Greek it's a compound word. Okay, in the English it's kind of, it's a very short word, but in the Greek it's a compound word and it means this. To divide the mind. In other words, the cares that come upon us in the form of distractions and anxieties and burdens and worries, they operate under a purpose to divide our mind. They don't want us to be focused resolutely on Christ. They don't want us to be hanging exclusively onto his promises, but rather they want to weave their way into our thinking so that our thinking is not focused, but rather it is divided. And then we come into this place where we begin to to, to question. We we, we, We begin to think about uh, you know, things that are, are not helpful in facilitating this process of of casting our cares. We, we have a divided focus. We begin to have double vision. Peter's reminding us as believers and those who are following Christ that, the, that the, we are called to maintain a focus that is on Jesus in the way that we do this. We cast cares. We transfer them. But then here's the good news for all of us as we... As we train our minds to be singularly focused on on, on Christ and the promise of Scripture, we can have confidence that the transfer can take place because He cares. He cares. So Peter is being very personal and direct to us, saying, Bring your cares to Him, but he's reminding us that you can do so because He cares for you. He cares for you. This is a a reminder of God's love. It's a reminder that that, that God provides our our daily needs, our special needs, those things that, that come upon us that we cannot anticipate. He cares for us because He loves us. And when you call on His name, He hears you. When, when, when you come before him humbly and say, Lord, I need to transfer this burden. I need to cast this care upon you. He says in love, I want to take it. I want to take it. Because I love you. But sometimes there's a breakdown in that process. Because I know in my life I've carried burdens the Lord hasn't asked me to carry. And I've seen enough heads going up and down saying I've done the same thing. So, you know, kind of, where do we miss it sometimes? Where do we kind of uh, get sidetracked or, you know, hijack this process of prayer that brings peace and transfers burdens? And I believe that a part of it comes from this. Um, the word casting presents. Uh, A little bit of a challenge for us in the English. So I've got a picture. So if you put that picture up, I think when we think of casting, we think of this. Yeah, that's me. Weren't the 1980s great? Yeah, who tucks their shirt in to go fishing? I don't know. But uh, that was my first northern pike, and it was a keeper. So we had a photo op, and then we took it back to the river, and we watched it swim away, and we let it get bigger for somebody else. But when we think of, is there another one? There you go. That was a, that was a little Jared. That's a younger Jared, okay? So um, uh, that one didn't go back in the water. That one ended up on a wall. I'm sorry. All right. But when we think of casting, we think of that, right? That's just kind of the context of our culture. We think of um, fishing. This is not the pole that I caught those fish on, all right? Um, This is a Dora pole that belonged to one of my three daughters, and I won't say which one, because I don't want to incite any embarrassment or whatever, but... When Peter says, cast your cares upon the Lord, he is not referring to what we are familiar with in regards to the word casting. Because when we think of casting, we think of throwing something out there and retrieving it and bringing it back in, right? All right, so I'm doing it this way because I don't know how old this line is. This plug my grandpa gave to me when I was like five years old. And I'm afraid if I whip it out there at you, one of you might get hit in the eye. Okay? But I want you to get the visual. The casting of cares is not like casting a lure or a bait. You know, you don't you don't send it in one direction and then bring it back to you. You don't retrieve it. You don't... Maintain control over it. You don't, you know, you don't keep it. (laughs) But rather, you transfer it. So as Peter says, cast your cares upon the Lord, he's not saying, you know, throw it out there and bring it back in. But he's saying that your burdens, your cares, they need to be something that you don't hold on to, but rather they need to be something that you give away. Okay? So this box is kind of like our lives. We all have cares. We all have burdens. What kind of cares and burdens do you carry? Come on, just say something. Administration. Okay. See, I thought I could fill this with something, but I thought I'll just let you fill it with something. Because I don't know if I'd be... So, we said money. That's a big one, right? Do we have another one? Stress. Somebody said stress? What was that? Health. Family? Family? Family's never a burden. Right? Yeah, that was kind of a... All right, let's get one more, one more. Oh, that was more than one, and I didn't hear any of them. Relationships, I heard somebody say relationships. Okay, just pretend like what you said is in the box. Okay, amen to that. All right. every party and stripe I'm telling you god help us here's the idea to cast means to transfer it means that as a part of our worship today we're we're worshiping the lord and you know maybe that concern you know that filled your heart when you came in the room was, you know, kind of being brought to the, your attention again in worship, and instead of casting and retrieving it and holding on to it, he just said, "Lord, I, I just, I give you my stress, and I'm not taking it back. And I give you my relationships and my family and my health and my finances and." Administrative to dos and the logistics of life, and I give them to you, I transfer them, I sign them over they're yours and that is um, a process and I think the reality is is that too many of us are are used to Letting go and bringing back. When Jesus just says, I just want you to give it and let me keep it. So there's a a mindset and an attitude of the heart that we need to develop. And it's developed in prayer. It's one of the purposes of prayer. It's a part of the reason why we need to have extended prayer. It's a part of the, 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 the reason why we need to understand that God loves us because we need to know he wants to carry your burdens. But sometimes we just make God aware, and we maintain possession. Or sometimes we become impatient, and we say, uh, uh, Lord, don't you see that thing I put right down there? Lord, are are you going to do anything with it? I don't something doesn't look like anything's changing, Lord. Um well, I guess if you're not going to do anything with it, I'll just kind of pick it up and carry it again. I've, um, I've probably asked this question a million times. Have you given it to the Lord? And the majority of the time, the response that I hear is this, many times. You know, that is what maintaining possession looks like. Okay? Okay? Here's the reality. There are some things that come our way that we need to regularly transfer to the Lord. Okay? A crisis comes. uh, Life gets incredibly difficult. And there's just really something that is significant and weighty. And I think that in those moments, the Lord's invitation to us is, Hey, keep transferring. Keep transferring. And and one of the ways that you know you are transferring and not controlling is that when we control and we hold on to and we keep and we maintain possession, that care controls us. So, In life, when you kind of feel that thing welling back up and it's wanting to begin to control your thoughts and your actions and your words, you need to be reminded that in that moment, whether it's the first one or the tenth one, you need to transfer that care to the Lord. You need to give it to Him, not retrieve it and reel it back in and hold on to it. And that is a part of the purpose of prayer. It's a part of the reason why we, we need to pray extended prayers regularly. It's a, it's a part of the, 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 the reason why we need to know that God loves us. It's because He wants us to transfer our burdens Our anxieties to him. Maybe you say, Pastor, help me a little bit more because that's a process I want in my life. Maybe you've seen it um, with some success, but not total success. All right? Let me just give you something to... um, to help you daily in the transfer of burdens and cares it's a simple statement the transfer of cares happen as we stand on truth Of Scripture, the promise of Scripture, and the voices that line up with it. <laughs> so remember, I think it was a few weeks ago, maybe the end of last year, I don't know, it's all a blur, but in Ephesians chapter 6, where we are getting the picture of the full armor of God, one of those verses talks about the belt of truth do right? don't you put that young jared picture back up there because there's there's a belt there it's going to illustrate this point look at that husky pants and buster browns i'm telling you <laughs> but there's a belt that god has given his people told it's the belt of truth. And, 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 I, and I think that the location of, of that belt, it, it illustrates to us you know, the power and the place and the purpose of truth in that the belt, number one, it, it's, 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 the, it's the part of the garment that the sword has to connect to. So if there's no belt, more than likely the sword's laying on the ground. Okay, but then the part of the body that the belt of truth covers is the part of our body that reproduces and eliminates. So here's the work of truth, God's truth in the lives of his people, that when we stand on truth, air is eliminated and life and truth are reproduced. So how do we live out the the daily transfer of burdens? There is no way of doing it outside of standing on the truth of God's Word. So as we come to Him, we need to make sure that we're standing on the right foundation. Because when we're on the right foundation, the load can be transferred. I wrote down a couple of verses here that I just felt like the Lord wanted to be spoken as a way to conclude this service. Because this is truth that we are called to stand on. And um, I'm going to read it for you, and uh, I just just want you to simply take it in right now. I'm going to read it, and then I'll tell you where it's at. Because some of you are carrying burdens. You have burdens and anxieties and things that have been consuming your life. And you may even be at the place where you have no hope of seeing those things lifted. For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And this is the part I want you to get. I heard this in my ear when we were praying with the leadership again yesterday morning. And you are complete in him who was the head of all principality and power. Colossians 2, 9 and 10. Because oftentimes some of these burdens that we carry are things that go back to brokenness and insufficiency. Mistakes that have been made, things that have been done to us, and they affect the way that we see ourselves. And when we are outside of Christ, those things have have influence over us. But when we come to Him and we receive new life, there is a an identity that we have in Him and in Him alone that says to us, you are complete in Him, and He has all power and all authority over every principality. So what that does is when we have those burdens and we have those things that we are walking through that are challenging and difficult and heavy, we can come to the Lord and say, you know what, Lord? I know I can give you this thing because in you I'm complete. And I'm not defined by the things that were lacking from the past. Read one more. And then we're going to close in a song. We've allowed time for that to happen, but I believe some of you are going to respond to um, a work that the Lord may want to do in you. So, Pastor Marty, you can come. Listen to these words. (laughs) Let Let them build your faith today. Which he worked in Christ Jesus... When he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and all power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but in that which is to come. And then hear this and hear it clearly. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Ephesians 1, 20 through 23. I think the Lord wants some of you to be reminded today that some of these things right here that have appeared to have had control, they have been put under His feet. And because of that, There is a place that we can find in prayer that floods us with peace as we seek His face. Because of that, a part of what God accomplishes within us is not just the the, the temporary rejection of cares, but rather it's the transfer of cares that causes us to walk in a freedom because the Lord is carrying that which we used to carry. why don't you stand with me as we close in a song. And I would just, I would just ask the question today, what burdens need to be laid at the feet of Jesus? You know, what have you been carrying that He is asking you to transfer? While you ponder that, I'm going to just ask our, our pastors and our leadership to come and to be at the altar. So go ahead and come now. We want to provide opportunity to to just receive prayer for those things that, that might be heavy. What is the Lord speaking to you? What is He asking you? is He asking you to give over control of? Before we respond, let's just begin to fill the atmosphere with worship. And then in just a second, I'll ask you to come.
0: Father God, today we thank you that we can give all of our burdens to you because you care for us. So Lord, this morning, as we go from this place, God, we pray that this wouldn't just be a religious exercise, but this would be a way of life for us, that we would give you all of our burdens because you cared for us and you want to take those things from us. And even when we have those things, God, you walk with us through every one of those moments. And we thank you that there's peace that passes all understanding guards and overshadows our lives. So we give you honor. We give you praise for that today in the precious, holy, and mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here today. We're so glad that you came to worship with us this morning. If you're done in this place praying, would you just make your way out quietly to the foyer so that those who are still praying can have uh, that time with the Lord and not be interrupted. Thanks again for joining us on our podcast today. We hope this has been a blessing in your life. We would love to have you join us for a service in person. Our service times are on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. with Discipleship Group's meeting before the service at 9 o'clock. God bless you.